Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today is day 11 of the 30 days of 30 minute workouts and it's going to be a top tier max intensity workout on my intensity pyramid okay now what we're going to do is we're actually going to take a workout from last week which is when we did two minutes easy then one minute hard two minutes easy one minute hard we're going to do that but then this time instead of saying giving you a pace to roll those two minute easy at i want to give you the option to just stop entirely if you want across those two minutes or just do some very light paddling to roll you into that one minute mostly because <laughs> to be honest i want to see how i get on when i'm not actually rowing through those two minutes um, I'm allowing myself to recover and then see what happens. But what should happen if you're doing this is that for all of us, those one minute intervals where we are going hard, we should come off better than we did last time round, okay? Because we are giving our bodies more time to recover across those two minutes. We should then have more in us to be able to hit those one minute sprints hard. Only going to be 10 of them throughout this workout because, of course, those two minutes, one minute is three minutes times 10 is 30 minutes. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to give lots of big guns into it the whole time but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens this time with those rest periods being proper rest and now of course you don't have to you can just you can row it like 2k plus 25 or something through them make sure and keep on moving with a bit of intensity but i'm going to pretty much stop and then do some light paddling and then hit that one minute all right you'll see when we get into it so talking about getting into it let's get into our four minute warm-up so we always start off by going up to the front of the machine and setting up our drag factor on the concept two first if you don't know about drag factor then please do check out the video i have on this channel i set mine to run about 120 125 if that's any help if you're not in a concept two then just set the resistance whatever you have so you get a good weight from the machine but it doesn't feel like you're having to fight against it with your arms so you can still get a good old stroke from it Next up, if you can, set your monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down, both of which will affect your posture. And finally, if you are able to adjust the height of your foot stretchers, set them to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing vertically, okay? A good guide for this is that the lace covers the balls of your feet or the bottom lace on your shoes. So start there and then adjust from there, okay? Because people all have different shin lengths, all different... Um, flexibility points of view so just find what works for you okay right so four minute warm-up we're going to do this at 18 strokes a minute and the amount of power we're going to put in is going to be enough of a push from our feet that we can just think about the connection from our feet and our hands on the handle okay i'll explain more as we start in three two one let's go right so i'm going to hit right off the bat with a technique thing and say that the power into the stroke comes from your legs, not from pulling with your arms, right? So what you need to do is you push your feet into the foot plates, that creates power, and then you need to get the connection up through your body, through your arms, into your hands, which then brace against the handle and send that power into the machine. So in order for that to happen, you have to get the timing right between that foot press, push, 
and your hands connecting to the handle. If you push your feet too soon, your backside scoots away and you don't get the connection. If you pull too soon, you fight against the power from your legs and you can't get that snap of power in from your legs. So for the next minute, just concentrate on that connection between your feet and your hands as you slowly increase your pace closer to run about 2k plus 20. And if you're like, what does he mean by 2k plus? Then what you do is you row a two kilometer time trial as fast as you can and then take the resulting time and divide by four. And that gives you your average time to row 500 meters in your 2K time trial. And that's your 2K pace. So when I say 2K plus 20, you add 20 seconds to your 2K pace and row that slowly or fast. Okay, one more stroke. Then let's put one foot on the ground. Continue rowing. This single leg thing is all about just opening yourself up, stretching your, your hips a little bit, giving you an easier time of it as you lean forwards to the front of the machine and then backwards to the back, because you've only got one leg strapped in. Let's swap feet. Continue rowing with the other one. So really do think about a rocking forwards with your tilting your back over your hips your arms nice and straight as you push with your leg and then swing into a finish at the back of the stroke both feet in straight legs and let's practice that swing by rocking over our hips and then pulling in your arms Okay, so you're not grabbing early with the arms. You take up the weight of the flywheel with your back in this part of the drill. So you swing to pick up the flywheel and then you pull in your arms. Then your arms come away then you rock back over your back again. Right, let's roll to the front of the machine. Have that forward lean, arms straight and just press out with your legs. Not too hard, not too far. All I want you to do is practice that drive out of the front with straight arms and the forward lean. And this always also helps with that timing of the connection between your feet and your hands. Okay, we're gonna get one more in. Yeah, we might as well, we're at zero, but let's go for it. Right, that's the warm up done. Now, today is gonna be a top to top max intensity workout, um, which you might think, well, hang on, we're not warmed up much here, but this is why we start off this session that's coming up with the two minute easy first, just to kind of get ourselves into that first minute. So hopefully you're gonna be okay. However, if you wanna carry on doing some light rowing, well, I quickly just describe again what we're doing, by all means do, okay? Um, just to make sure that your, your heart rate is still up and you're nice and warm, okay? And then I'll give you a quick warning so you can quickly stop, have a quick drink, and then we can start the main session, okay? So, 
our main session today then, what we're going to do for this 30 minute row is we're going to do two minutes light rowing, one minute sprint, one minute as fast as you can, and then two minutes light rowing, one minute sprint, do that 10 times. Now those light rowing intervals, you don't have to row at all if you don't want to. If you want to just stop, completely recover, whew, and then get ready for the next interval, please do. Now what I recommend is that with around about 10 seconds to go at the end of that two minute chunk, that you just start doing some light rowing then to get the flywheel spinning. Um, just to get it moving up, just because that first stroke uh, can be quite quite a lot of strain on your body. Um, and in today's session, we're not really looking back at all these one-minute intervals and kind of being precise about what's going on. This is more about just seeing how we get on with the recovery, how if you compare all 10 together, what's going to happen. So don't worry about the fact that there's going to be like an alien one or two meters if you've got the flywheel moving versus a stopped flywheel. If this was a proper workout session that you're going to come back and track on, then I prefer to have a completely stopped flywheel for doing these things because it's that way it's more accurate as you compare each of the intervals. But today's just a bit of fun. We're doing a half hour workout within this 30 days of 30 minutes. So you can just say, hey, I'm just going to go for it. Okay. And listen, this is going to, this session is going to occur two more times through this uh, 30 days or 30 minutes thing. It's such a good session to do. It's a great way to slide in a top tier within a 30 minute workout. So um, you can compare them to what's going on. Okay. Right. We're about to start. So make sure and have a quick drink. Okay. I hadn't opened my bottle then. I was like, oh, there's nothing coming out. Okay, so remember, going to do two... Oh, I'm not actually loaded that up off Ergzone yet. Hang on. Here's me thinking I've got it all sorted. There we go. Connect. So I've set it to one-minute intervals um, on Ergzone. So what that means is that if you come back and check it afterwards, you'll have two intervals that look quite slow, and then you'll have one that looks really fast, two that looks quite slow. And the reason I've done it that way is just to make sure it still stays as a 30-minute workout. You'd then be able to rank on the logbook if you wanted to. Um... And also keeps it to exactly 30 minutes rather than 30 minutes and 6 seconds. Because after all, this is 30 days of 30 minutes, not 30 days of 30 minutes and 6 seconds. Okay, right. So remember, this first two minutes, we're going nice and gentle. You might want to put this up at around about 2K plus 20 for this first two minutes, or even a little bit faster to ease you into the first minute sprint. But then it's up to you how you treat the two minutes for the rest of the workout. All right? Okay. Let's get ready to go in three, two. One nice and gentle start. So I'm just going to do this run about 18 strokes a minute and 2k plus 20 pace. Going to continue to make sure that the power is coming from a strong leg drive. Okay, and I'm really going to think about my body position because I want to make sure as I start the sprint in a minute and a half's time that I'm nice and fluid and loose. I don't want to be tight. I don't want to be not fully kind of ready for it because it does take a lot out of you when you go hard for a minute. So you need to really think about making sure that you're ready to get that power through your body and into the machine efficiently and safely. Which is why you have that forward tilt over your hips and arms nice and straight as you start the drive. Because that gets the power in without the muscles in your back or arms fighting against it. 
And remember, we go fast by putting more power from the legs, but also a higher stroke rate. So let's see if we can try and get round about 2K pace for this today. Okay. Three strokes to go. You ready for this? Two. One more. One. Here we go. Let's go sprinting. This really is about trying to go fast. Just see what your body wants to put into the machine. Let yourself fly for this first one. I've certainly started to fade, but get that power out from your legs into the machine. 10 seconds to go. Three, two, one. Now I'm just gonna rock up and down like this. I'm gonna allow myself to recover. That was a rather intense start to the day, wasn't it? So yeah, so I'm just rocking back and forwards. Flywheels continuing to move because I'm still connecting lightly, but my pace is like <laughs> six minutes per 500 meters. I think I could walk it faster than that. Right. So, you see what happens then? So, a really fast, short, sharp sprint. I was flying along it down at like 2K minus eight to start there. But then by the end of it, I was, I'd slowed right down to like 2K minus three. Right, I am feeling just because of how hard my glutes were just working then by pushing hard, feeling a little bit of discomfort. And that's because my sit bones have been just pressing down on that part of my glutes uh, for the past like almost five minutes. And then through that power, so I've just kind of reseated my seat. It's the best way that I, I say it. All right, and I'm gonna just start easing myself back into this. With 20 seconds to go until the next interval. Okay, 10 seconds to go. I got my mass right here. Okay, let's go sprinting. Now, definitely already feels a lot more of a different workout than last week. I'm able to really snap 
into these sprint sessions. Keep on pushing with those legs. Almost there. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, be interesting to come back and see what my technique's like there. Sometimes in the search of speed, my technique tends to fall apart. Maybe for the next form check Friday, I should come back and look at this one. Just see how much I crumble when I try to sprint. Now for anyone interested, it's November 2021 right now, and this month's cross team challenge event uh, at c2ctc.com is a one minute challenge. So if you're getting on quite nicely here, then you might want to try and join the team if you haven't already and then see how you get on in a one minute effort. My pace is all over the place and suddenly thinks I'm doing 135 because I'm rocking back and forth. Strange. Something wrong with the monitor there. Okay, we've got 30 seconds to go until the next one. Make sure and get yourself comfortable. Then with 20 seconds to go, I'm going to start some light rowing just to make sure my body's eased into it. Muscles do feel a little bit used after these one minute sprints, so 20 seconds of light rowing will flush them out. Okay. Two. One. Let's go sprinting. I'm going to try and think a bit better about my technique this time. With a view to doing a comparison between the last interval and this one to see if anything changes. <laughs> By really thinking about a good posture and getting the handle away from me after I finish the stroke. Okay, almost there. Five, four, three, two, one. Ah. Was that only the third one? Blimey. But still. A nice, where are we? 141, I averaged on that one, so it's four seconds 
faster than my 2k pace still so so far I'm definitely averaging a lot faster for the sprints than I was last time round so that's good hopefully you are too whether you're taking the full two minutes like rest like I am just moving backwards and forwards actually, I actually need to be careful the way I was just kind of rocking like this I was doing that thing that I always say not to do about rolling my hips back so just like doing this and rolling my hips backwards and forwards I'm doing exactly what I say about how the sit bones just end up grinding over your glutes so I don't think I had anything to do with pressure or effort it was all to do with me just rocking backwards and forwards so sometimes just leaning forwards I'm making sure your weight's right on the edge of the machine leaning forwards just means that my, my glutes are kind of a little bit freer a little bit of a rest okay 20 seconds to go I'll get ready into the next one in 10 seconds time two last stroke here we go right this time I really want to focus on pushing out hard with the legs even if I'm sacrificing stroke rate I want power from my legs really think about them as the main power source and everything else follows off the back of it okay five I know where am I I'm a second out three two one Whoa. kind of lost my timing towards the end but I dropped two strokes per minute in terms of stroke rate so I was only doing 30 that time rather than 32 the time before yet because I was focusing on power from my legs I was only 0.7 of a second slower compared to when I was rowing at 32 strokes a minute before so that's quite I mean yes I'm still slower but two strokes a minute to only lose 0.7 of a second pace it's not bad I do feel like I'm overreaching into the front in the search of that extra power so this time round I really want to concentrate on coming forwards and not over leaning so finish handle away hit that position and then just hold until I stretch I don't I've got a habit of kind of dipping forwards thinking that that's going to make a difference 
there's actually a leak power doing that. So if I can just come forward in this position, just keep between that 11 and one o'clock tilt. See what happens power-wise this time. Okay, 20 seconds to go. Just start your increase in rowing. And we have 10 seconds to go. Last one. Let's go sprinting. Right. Set. Set. So I'm really trying not to over lean at the front. It almost feels like I'm upright, but I know I'm not. It's really easy to just let things just break a little bit because the stroke rate's up. This is why we practice. Oh, make a couple of bad habit strokes there. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. We're halfway there at the Bon Jovi point. Drink. Oh. And I know it's not all about me, but it is a good indicator of how shifting focus on technique helps that I was back up stroke rate just then to 32 again, but I was a whole two seconds faster. And I think that was to do with the stroke rate going up. That would have taken care, as we know, by about at least 0.7 of a second. But that extra one second or 1.3 will have come because I was in the right position coming out rather than coming in dipping, which causes a power leak for me anyway. When I dip, my butt scoots. I'm not saying my butt doesn't scoot when I'm set in a better position, but certainly if I have that dip at the front, it's like it sends my seat out from underneath me. I know I'm not being super hot on technique today, but that ship kind of sails when you're doing one minute uh, sprints. So hopefully what I am talking about is enough for you to think about it for yourself. Just keep those arms straight and the forward lean as you drive. In three, two, one. Let's go sprinting. Alright, don't dip, come on. Stay. Good posture. Front and back. Nice and powerful. Let that power from your legs. 
go through your arms. Don't try not to pull early because that will fight that power. Twenty seconds to go. Here we go. Ten seconds. Three, two, one. Ah. Oh, doing a good job all round, I think. If we're still hitting happy paces, that was 139.6, so faster still, which, what was that, the seventh one? I've lost count. I'm happy that I'm still hitting 2K minus five. Even at this stage. Whew. Definitely, this shows to me the reason why if you're doing proper sprint sessions, this is why you stop or at least do paddle rowing rather than light rowing in between those sprint intervals that the point is you want to be able to put everything into the sprint interval that you have okay you want your bowl of power to be available wherever it is for this one minute sprint coming up whereas if you're doing light rowing in between these two minutes you're still using that energy and it's not getting a chance to fill back up at all because you're carrying on using it and I think, well, it's very anecdotal because there's only one session to compare, but I think this really does show how, for me anyway, full-on rests gives me better performance. Right. In three, two, one. Let's go sprinting. I want to really think about that forward lean and holding it. It's actually a good sign that I just took off from my seat. Because it showed I was in the right lean position, if nothing else. Sorry, I'm just, all I'm doing is grunting it, you know. I'm just determined to go faster. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. I'll take 0.6 of a second as faster. And the good thing about doing it this way, 
with real uh, rest counter splits up there is that if you're interested you can see my heart rate descending over time I don't know what I hit at the end of that one to be honest but you can see it dropping down and that's one of the that's kind of the way I use heart rates I don't really train in heart rate zones I just train to intensity hence the bottom mid top tier intensity pyramid but I do have I do keep an eye on what my heart rate recovery is like because that's a good indicator of the fatigue as you go through the workout so we'll see where I get down to come 20 seconds to go on this one and compare it to the next one so am I? 3 so 83 beats per minute as we crossed 20 seconds to go but three more to go and we have two more strokes to go until our next sprint one more you ready let's go sprinting <coughs> Just keep that power flooding in. Remember, your arms come in and out at the same pace. In out. Handle away. Triggers that forward lean. And all you have to do is bend your knees to return. And that will keep your stroke rate up there. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, 153 heart rate. Same paces before two more to go it's definitely intensity wise up there but what's good is that because this is a high intensity but not many of them Although your bowl of energy that you have will drain from today. You'll find it should refill most of the way to the top before your next session. And for the 30 days of 30 minutes anyway, the next session is back to a bottom tier. Which it really should be after a top max intensity row anyway next day you want to have that nice regenerative bottom tier lower intensity and then that will then help you fill up your bowl of power again ready for 
the tough session if it comes the day after. Whew. All right, 30 seconds to go. My heart rate's up at 97, so it doesn't look like it's gonna recover quite as well as it did last time, but close to it. 94, 93, 10 off. So it was 83 last time, so, okay. Five strokes, four, three, two, one. Let's go sprinting. Try and think about your hands connecting with the handle. Fingers like hooks. So have a straight line down your arms, through your wrists and your hand to your knuckles. As your fingers hook rather than choke the handle. Thumbs underneath to let that power surge. Five, four, three, two, one. Ooh. Slightly higher. Heart rate finish. Two more minutes easy or recovery. And then one last sprint finish. And let's see how fast we can get that. I, quite surprisingly, that's my fastest one yet. 138.3 makes you wonder whether really focusing on that hang my fingers hooked over the handle or like a zombie whether that really does make a difference between just even that straight and maybe a slight flick back of the wrist if you're slightly further around the handle Maybe your forearms or something are taking up the power. But then really thinking about a straight line through my wrists and my hands, top of my hands into my knuckles. Was that what made me go faster? Maybe. I was doing one, I was up at 33 that time, so maybe it was just stroke rate, who knows. 30 seconds to go. My heart rate's down to 92 already. 91, 90, 89, and we're off for this 20 seconds. So 89, better recovery than the interval before, weirdly. So it shows I've got it in me to go hard in two strokes time for our last sprint coming up after this one. You ready? Let's go sprinting for the final time in this session. Let's see if I can put it all together. So hands hooked over the handle. Trying not to over lean. 
and really try to hold that forward tilt as I explode my feet into the machine, pushing it away from me. Five, four, three, two, one. Ah. 137 average pace by the end. That'll do. That's 2K minus eight for me, which for the 10th sprint interval of a minute long, I'm pleased by. only that was my actual 2k pace oh that'd be a 628 but that's the sometimes that's the maddening thing that can play with your head it's like I could do it for a minute when I was tired so why can't I string that together for six minutes and 28 seconds 628 is not that long, but unfortunately, it doesn't quite work that way. But then that's why we train. That's why we do a session like this to build your top end power. You do the bottom tier ones to build that core fitness. And then the mid tier ones are all about training you to go through the intensity and hold the intensity. So that when it does come to trying to hold that max intensity, you've been through that kind of um, hardship before and you can try and push through it. Okay, cool down coming up. You ready for this? We're just gonna do it around about 18 strokes a minute and let's start at around about 2K plus 20 pace and then quite quickly slow it down. In three, two, one, go. It might take you two or three strokes to get up to 2k plus 20 pace. I'm there. Just remember, it's all a big leg push. And then in two strokes time, that'll be 30 seconds covered. And we can start to ease off the pace. So, Less of a push from my legs. And I'm down at... I'm still up at 205. <laughs> Just easing off. I'm at 2K plus 25 now. I'll aim to get down to about 2K plus 30. Because that's enough effort that all of your muscles still need to fire, which will help them ease to a rest. The blood will be pumping through them, getting rid of any 
carbon dioxide or acid waste from how hard you were just working. And then use this time as I say goodbye to either continue to cool down or do some stretching. One more stroke for me. You don't have to stop, you can continue. Like I say, as I say goodbye. Or stretch your quads and your shoulders, hamstrings. Anything that feels a little bit niggly, maybe your back. Do some supine rotations or something. I will do something about stretching in one day. <laughs> anyway, that was a good old intense session. I don't feel, you know how you finish a 30 minute workout and afterwards you're like dripping in sweat because of that kind of long session. I don't feel that kind of soaked or whatever. <laughs> how delightful soaked. Um, but I certainly know I got a really good workout. I wouldn't want to carry on doing many more of those sprints. So it's interesting how, how your body reacts to uh, muscle intensity, which is definitely what today was about, this high-intensity interval training stuff. Um, uh, how, your, how your body reacts between that or this low-intensity low kind of steady-state stuff, where it's almost like you just, you've put the... You put the, the the hob on low and gradually the water heats up to boiling. Whereas today, what we've done is we've turned it on and turned it off. Then we've turned it on and turned it off. So it's never really, your kind of your body's radiator is never really, or mine anyway, never, it hasn't got to that point of all the steam coming out the top of it, which it does in a 30 minute row. So it's just how, so it just, it's one of these things that's intriguing just to kind of think about how your body reacts to different kind of workouts because then when you're doing some kind of a tough row on your own or like a time trial or something you can start to recognize uh, i'll get through a say if i'm doing a 30 minute row and i'm going for the time trial i'm trying to see how fast i can get it done and sometimes i'll get like 24 minutes in and the in the notes afterwards i'll say i blew up at 24 minutes and what i mean is that i've completely overheated and that radiator has blown on me um where my cardio and my everything inside me is just gone. Um, and I've got like nothing left in me. I just don't, don't have the fitness in me. And so you start to recognize that creeping up on you and you can mitigate it either by slowing down the stroke rate and just using power for a while, or sometimes just backing off a couple of seconds, give yourself a breather for about 30 seconds and then push on again. If you drop off two seconds for 30, like two seconds pace for 30 seconds, you're really only going to lose about a second's worth of actual time from doing that. Um, and it can sometimes be that breather on a long row. You don't really want to do that on a 2K row because it, those seconds can mean, <laughs> mean quite a lot. Um, but yeah, so just that's why I'm saying just think about how your body is so you can start to think through the, the other rows that, oh, this sensation is telling me that my muscles are about to go. This sensation tells me that my cardio is about to go. Okay. Nearly everything we do in training is about teaching you about your body, teaching you how to change your pace, how to change your intensity, how to be more efficient, all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, we just sit down and do 2Ks every day and never actually do anything around it. So that's all I'm saying. Anyway, sorry, that was, uh, yeah, well, a little bit of a coaching tip at the end, whatever you want to call it, but didn't intend to say all that. But you know what? This stuff just falls out my mouth sometimes. There is no script. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> when I started doing this 30 days or 30 minutes, I'm like, Craig, I'm going to run out of stuff to say. Well, we're 11 days in, still not run out. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyway, so um, 
I'm just sorry, that, that sudden, psh, he's gone. Because I was just trying to think of the hashtag that I always leave at the end. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we really properly focused on today about. Um, well, let's just do know your body, okay? As long as that's not, that's not creepy, is it? Know your body. If it was know my body, that would be creepy. But if it's know your body, as in you yourself, not me know your body, that would be creepy too. <clears throat> um, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, so the hashtag is know your body, because you do. You want to know your body. You want to know that you're moving right, that your intensity is right. You want to start to recognize the feeling between pushing with your feet and picking up the handle at the right time and at the wrong time. You want to recognize the feeling of a butt scoot. You want to recognize that feeling at the back of when your hips roll underneath, like I said with me when I was doing that rocking thing, and I suddenly went, oh, this is why my backside hurts, because <laughs> I was like squishing my butt muscles with my, with my sit bones. And so you can get that sense and that idea that if you come to the back of the machine, you tilt backwards and you tilt forwards like this, you do this forever. Because all you're really doing is just kind of moving back and forwards over your sit bones. Your muscles, fair enough, there's maybe a pressure point, but there's no rolling going on. However, if you come to the back and you collapse, see how I've got a collapse going on here, everything kind of rolls forwards, and I can really feel my sit bones squishing my butt muscles, okay, from doing this. If you stay in the same place, just lift your knees up, then you'll feel that sensation too. So if you're rowing, row, and you suddenly feel that your butt's hurting, the first thing to think about is, what's my posture like at the back? Am I doing this tailbone tucked under squish thing? And then you go, all right, I am, so therefore I need to make sure and finish lip work. But am I, am I over-leaning at the back? Am I collapsing my posture? What's, what's going on? So know your body, okay? That's all I'm saying. <sighs> right. I've probably said way too much now, so I'm going to go. Um, it's, it's like the end of a stand-up routine, isn't it? It's like, well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You've been great. Thank you for, for spending this time and laughing at all my jokes. Yeah, it's like one of those moments. And take, make sure, take, take home, walk home safe. Put your coat on, but only put your coat on as you're going outside the building, because otherwise you won't feel the benefit. Um, <laughs> all that stuff. Turn the telly off as you go to bed at night. Um, yeah, so there we go. That's uh, day 11 finished. Day 12 is uh, back to a bottom tier, which um, I can't remember what the session is, so I can't give you a, a preview. But remember, I do post the preview at around about 8, 9 o'clock in the morning UK time. I will post the preview of uh, that day's workout. And then round about pff, 5, 6 o'clock in the evening is when the actual video drops. Um, poor podcast, people have to wait a day you're a day out of sync, but because you've been a day out of sync, I'm just going to continue that you're going to be a day out of sync. If someone on the podcast is upset by this, get in touch with me, let me know, and I'll get my thumb out and I'll make sure and upload the podcast. All it'll take is just uploading two podcasts on one day and I'll be back in sync again. But um, for some strange reason, I'm just continuing for you to be a day out. So anyway, right, I'm going to go because my watch is beeping at me saying, have you finished your workout? And I'm like, yeah, I have actually. End workout. Uh, let's see how many calories did I burn today. I'll leave you with this titbit. Or, yeah, uh, active calories, 322 calories. Total calories, 398. Because I obviously burnt around about 70 calories just by being alive. So that's quite good, 322 calories. That'll see me over for my chicken and noodles I'm about to have. Well, hey, so uh, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.